it's May, and welcome back to Beauty Talk, the podcast where we talk about all things beauty. On this week's episode, we're going to look at some more 2021 trends, we're going to talk about some dupes that I've found recently, and we're also going to talk about some of my unpopular beauty opinions. So this is going to be a very subjective episode, a lot less about facts, a lot more about opinions. If you're not into that, I totally understand, but I do recommend that you listen to the entire thing because it helps me out a lot, and I think that it will be fun either way. Before we can get into that, though, we have to go through our weekly roundups, starting with our quote of the week. A sack of O-wells is much lighter than a bag of what-ifs. Anonymous. My beauty tip of the week is to mix your primer with a light skin tit for the ultimate glowy base. The product that I want to highlight this week is the L'Oreal Paris True Match Lumi Glotion. If you really love quick makeup that shows off your skin, it's not like full coverage, not even medium coverage, just like very thin coverage, this is the product for you. It gives you, like, you have to blend it out, but it gives you a little bit of color correction and also basically highlights your entire face for you. It makes it, I find, a lot more natural because the product is less cakey. So when the light shines, it shines on your face where it would naturally shine on your face. It comes in so many different colors. It has a pretty good range considering that one shade can be used for many, many different skin tones. They have darker skin tone versions, lighter skin tone versions. It's really cheap. Um, I highly recommend it. For my personal updates, I mentioned last week that I had a couple debates coming up. I won my debate about the moon, so that feels really nice. This guy was so cocky about it. So it's nice to beat people when they're like so sure they're going to win because their faces are literally priceless. I have two next week that I'm working on. Um, next Monday, I'm going to have a debate on nuclear power, and I'm arguing that it has more drawbacks than benefits. And then that Friday, I'm going to argue about why Zeus should not be banned. This is against the same person who is still convinced that he is going to win, which I don't understand. But I should be able to tell you on Saturday who won both debates, and... Uh, fingers crossed that I do a good job. But yeah, so other than that, I went on Depop the other day, right? That's a secondhand site. And I saw, if you watch Best Dress, then you know, if you're part of the vintage community, you know, there's this like green satiny emerald dress with like coral roses on it. That, like everybody wants and it goes for like I've seen it up to like $300 and I found it in my size which is a medium for $70 and I know that sounds like a lot but I bought it it's amazing um when we were trying to get it out of the package it got cut a little bit so my mom's gonna sew it up for me but oh my god I am so excited 
And then other than that, I also got some clothes from Yes Style. Would recommend. Just check the reviews. If the reviews tell you to size up, then size up. But um, other than that, the quality of the clothing was pretty good. My main beauty struggle this week has been crossing the line between shiny hair and way down dull hair. So like I, when I don't do like a lot of conditioner or a hair mask, my hair is so dull and lifeless. But I've just been trying to find a good conditioner that makes my hair shiny without making it heavy. And that's been so hard recently. So if you have any product recommendations, please let me know. And without further ado, let's get into our beauty news. First up, Seat London have launched their Velvet Cloud Weightless Powder, which was seen in the Edna Mode collaboration, and people liked it so much that they're doing it. So this is a lip powder. It's a hybrid formula that will give you a satin finish, but it's like kind of powdery, to powder to cream-ish. And those are available in a nude brown, a berry color, and a nude pink right now for 18 euros each on their website. Now, I don't normally talk about Glossier launches, but this is kind of an interesting move from them, so I'm going to try it. It's just kind of, like, basic, I guess. So, I'm, I was curious that they're launching something because they really try and be as innovative as possible. This product is called Ultra Lip. And it's got the sheen of a gloss, it's got color of like a lip tint, it's supposed to be really moisturizing, but it's basically just a moisturizing lip balm, like, let's be honest, with like some tint to it. But the colors they have is a Vila, which is a dusty rose portrait, which is a cherry blossom pink, Fiat, which is a watermelon red, Seat, which is a sheer peony pink, Vesper, which is a rich fuchsia, Trench, which is a coffee brown. Ember, which is a deep mauve. Cachette, which is a walnut brown. And Coop, which is a blood orange, available now for $18 each. Please don't buy these. It, but if you do, let me know how they are. I'm curious. Elf Cosmetics have expanded their Jelly Pop collection. They have the new Jelly Pop Watermelon Lip Mask, which is $6. That's good, because lip masks are generally expensive. The new Jelly Pop Glow Stick, which is $8. The Jelly Pop Watermelon Glitter Mask, it doesn't sound good, um, which is $12. Two new shades of the Jelly Pop Juicy Gloss, They ha- which is $5. The Jelly Pop Juicy Gloss Watermelon Pop, which was $5. The Jelly Pop Gel Moisturizer, which is $8. The Jelly Pop Jelly Cleanser, which is $8. And the Jelly Pop Dew Primer, which is $10. Available now on elfcosmetics.com for Beauty Squad loyalty program members. It's free, just so you know. And available for non-members. Well, today is Friday, so it'll be available for non-members. And it will also be online at Ulta, coming to Walmart Canada later this summer, and in stores later this summer. If you want me to do a review on this collection, I can totally do that and go through the ingredients with you. 
Now, this is a collection that is so my aesthetic. I'm probably not going to, like, do it, but it's just a little bit different than what I've been seeing for summer collections recently. I've been seeing a lot of brighter colors. So this is really a nice change of pace. ColourPop are launching their summer collection, which is called So Very Lovely. It is inspired by summer florals, crystal hues, and fairy tale gardens. You can definitely see that. All the packaging is super ornate. It's like a pale pink with gold and beiges. They have the pressed powder palette, which is $18. The creme gel pencil, which is $7 in lattice macrame and crochet. Lippy Sticks, which are $7, and Soft Nude, Nice Things, Sweet Fluff, and Fab. The Super Shock Blush, which is $8, and Chiffon, Giravet, and Voila, which launched on the 12th of May, and you should still be able to get them, but I can't definitely say. And the Pressed Powder Palette, just you know, is basically just an eyeshadow palette. Now, I've talked for a couple weeks about the Urban Cosmetic. Urban Decay Cosmetics X Prince Collection. And now we have some details. The You Got the Look eyeshadow palette is $55. The Let's Go Crazy shadow palette is $55. The Kajal eyeliners are $25 and So Dark and When Doves Cry. The Liquid Highlighter is $32. The All Nighter Powder is $34. The Multitasker Blush is $28. And the whole set is $2.50. And those launch on the 27th of May at Urban Cosmetics with a pre-order that went live, well, today, but yesterday when you're hearing this. Now, in other news, for like my last bit of news, I want to talk about how lipstick sales just jumped up more than 80% with face masks and lockdown orders. People have not really been going for lipstick, especially because it's so transferable most of the time, like in a cream formula. But now that some of the mandates are lifting in certain areas of the United States and around the world, people are starting to gravitate back to lipsticks and all of a sudden lipstick sales are like boom hello we exist again so this is a crazy jump i really i think the last time they jumped this much might have been like 2015 2016 when like that full glam look went like really huge but it's it's been a while you know what that sound means. It's sale time, the segment where I give you one weekly sale so that you can save a little bit of coin because let's be honest, beauty is expensive. You need to drop everything right now because Igla's beauty friends and family sale is live. They went viral for their use of jojoba oil, vitamin C, and algae. Most items contain SPF or active skincare ingredients along with the makeup and everything is like super Gen Z, lightweight, dewy. They have their friends and family sale right now, which you can save 20% on purchases of $50 or more when you use the code FRIENDS at checkout. Out. Everything on this site is included in the sale except for gift cards and sets, so don't miss your opportunity to snag some of these sales. 
So at the beginning of the year, we looked at some spring beauty trends, and since things have changed a lot since the pastel vibes, and we've gone into a little bit more Y2K hipster, thought it could be cool to look back at some new trends and see how things have evolved and talk about my opinions on them. Starting off with curtain bangs, I think the curtain bangs look really good on some people and really awful on others. So, I mean, I think that literally everybody getting curtain bangs is just like, you know, if you don't know what curtain bangs are, they're kind of bangs that are cut in a swoop pattern. So the ones close to your ears are longer and the ones near your um, part line are shorter. And I think that they look good on some people, but I really don't think that everybody should be doing them. By the way, if you hear any sounds, that's my computer. I'm looking at all these trends on here. This is a cosmetol Cosmopolitan article. Oh my God, I literally can't talk today. But yeah, just ignore those. The next trend we're seeing is red. I love red eyeshadow. I love red lipstick. I love redder tone blushes. I think that red is such a powerful color, especially on like people of color. It's so powerful and stunning and I'm so excited that it's becoming trendy. Another nail trend that we're seeing is French manicures with a twist. We saw a similar trend last summer where you would put different colors on the tip of your French manicure instead of white, but now we're seeing people doing designs. For example, the one I'm looking at here has a white tip, but somebody's drawn mushrooms sprouting out from their cuticles, which I think is so cute and so excited for this trend. Another trend we're seeing is next level protective hairstyles for natural hair. I am white, so I am not going to be partaking in this trend, but I think that it is so cool that something so important to African American people is becoming a big trend and I think that it's going to help us learn a lot more about their culture. I'm really excited to see more about it. Another nail trend is retro style nails. A lot of like wavy lines and like just simplistic designs with like funky colors like chocolate brown and like melony green. We're also seeing some fun eyeliner and I feel like graphic liner was a huge trend this year but it's I think switching a little bit more to colored eyeliner as opposed to like drawing a butterfly on your eye. I am also here for the monochrome makeup trend, which means that your eyeshadow match your lips, match your blush, match your like everything is matchy matchy. I think that it's really cute. We're also on the flip side seeing like 80s vibes, feathered brows, bigger hair bolder makeup. I think that that's also really fun. And then the final trend is, I guess, a hair accessory fashion-ish trend, but like kind of beauty inspired, which are claw clips. And I love claw clips because they're just easy to put my hair up. In terms of how they look, I don't know that I necessarily like them as like that, but I don't hate them either. So I'm, I'm not gonna comment more than that. Next, I want to talk about a couple dupes that I've been seeing, starting off with the Maybelline Cheek Heat, which is 
$7.99. This is a really good dupe for the Glossier Cloud Paint. It's a very similar color and very similar like texture. So if you don't necessarily want to spend so much money on it, highly recommend this. Another really awesome one I've seen lately is if you've ever known the Charbet Hilbury Easy Eye Palette, there is a dupe for that, which is the NYX Ultimate Edit one, and it's like their nude one, and it has basically the same colors for so, so much less. I think it's like maybe at maximum like a $10 palette for like five really nice quality shades. I have a different one of theirs. The formula is a little bit chalky, but it's actually... Like, compared to Charlotte Hilbury, it's amazing. Next, we have the MAC Painterly Paint Pot, which you might know is, like, a little bit expensive. Well, the e.l.f. Putty Eye Primer Rose works just the same, if not better. Another dupe for Glossier's Cloud Paint, which is $18, is the Milani Cheek Kiss. It's a little bit of a lighter color, but it's, like... It's, it's pretty spot on. Formula is also really good, and that's $10. So you're saving $8, which is pretty good. You also have the esteemed Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk, which is $34. Well, Flower Beauty has a color called Spiced Petal, which is $8. It's so similar. It's a little bit more matte, but I mean, you can change that just with adding like a little bit of highlighter onto your lips but it's pretty much spot on. And then the last one, which is a dupe for any of the Tarte ones, this has gone viral on TikTok, is a 16-hour camo concealer from e.l.f. Rivals Shape Tape. I know, it's, it's kind of shocking. I feel like Shape Tape has been around for a long time. Um, I think that the e.l.f. one is better. And the final thing that I want to do on today's episode is talk about some of my unpopular beauty opinions. I have quite a few of these, and I think that it would be interesting. Um, if Just a quick disclaimer, if you like any of these things, you find them beautiful, beauty is subjective. And of course, I'm not saying that nobody should do these things. I just personally don't like them, do like them, just my unpopular opinions. And because they're unpopular, a lot of y'all might disagree with me and that is totally fine. My first unpopular beauty opinion is that matte liquid lipsticks make your lips look chapped. I think that they just really cling to your lips, like the little wrinkles in your lips too much. I feel like when you have something more glossy, it kind of gives this more sheen look and your lips look a lot more, I guess, like juicy and hydrated. I know I hate the word juicy, but it looks really nice and hydrated. And when you have a super matte lip, especially a liquid lipstick, I just, I just, I don't think it looks good on really anybody. This one's gonna take some explaining, but big brows. So I love those fluffy brushed out natural hair brows, but when you fill in your brows so much that it looks like you stamped the freaking Nike logo on your face, 
I think personally that that is really ugly, really unnatural, and I just don't like how it looks. I'm sorry. Another one is super long, fake lashes look bad. So nice little dainty feathery fake lashes, sure. But if yours are hot pink, they are so long that they cannot possibly be your natural lashes. I just think that doesn't look really good. Like I need to be able to see your eye. Otherwise, like it's just too big. It's, I don't really like exaggerated beauty. Um, another thing that goes into that is overly contouring your face so that when you take off your makeup, you have a completely different face shape. I think the idea that like an oval face shape or like a heart as it's called where it's, you have like a slim jawline and a bigger forehead or whatever, I think that's all bullshit. And um, why does that exist? I don't know. It's, I just don't like it when you like change your face so much I think it looks really weird now this is probably going to be really controversial but I don't think that acrylic nails look very good on some people yes I think that there's kind of this like perfect shape I really like the like stiletto no you know what not the stiletto shape what's it called Crap, the ones that like go in like a stiletto, but they have like a flat top to them. I think those look really pretty. I really don't like the stiletto shape, which is where it like rounds out into a point. I don't like the super boxy ones. I don't like a lot of the designs people do. I'm not a big fan of neon colors, which are really popular. I don't like the idea of putting like, designer logos on your nails or diamonds or anything I just think it's really extra and I think especially when like younger children do it the same way I've talked about kids putting on anti-aging cream and eye cream being so cringy because they don't need it I feel like acrylic nails are kind of similar to me grab your natural nails please um yeah sorry if I offend anyone with that Next is full coverage makeup looks bad and cakey on everyone. I really like makeup that's more, I guess, like Gen Z where I can see your skin under it. And honestly, I think if you are embarrassed to show your skin, that's a sign that you shouldn't cover it up, but that you should actually stop wearing makeup, learn to accept your skin. If it really bugs you and the acne really bugs you and you don't feel as confident with it, I think that investing in some skincare as opposed to a full coverage foundation is probably a good idea. Um, I just don't think full coverage looks very good on anyone. So you can basically see, I don't like 2016 glam, maybe even 2018 glam. It's just, it's not for me. Um, lip scrubs are a waste of money. Your lips do not need to be exfoliated all the time. You don't need all these fancy extracts and oils on your lips. A nice lip oil will do fine if you have chapped lips. Wear freaking chapstick. Um, yeah, I think lip scrubs are, and lip masks. Let's add that on top too. Lip masks, lip scrubs, lip brushes. It's a waste of money. It really doesn't help your lips at all. You just need a chapstick. 
I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It's not, it's not worth it. I've talked a lot about brands that are overrated, so I want to quickly go through a few. Glossier is overrated. Their makeup really isn't that revolutionary. They were the start of kind of the Gen Z glowy makeup thing, but other brands have done it better, and they're refusing to innovate their formulas any further. They focus too much on aesthetics and too little on ingredients for my personal taste, and their formulas really aren't that good for either skincare, makeup, body care, whatever it is. They're not very good. Second for similar issues is Mario Badescu. They went super viral for the visco trend but now that that's over they're kind of just like doing the same stuff and i'm not a huge fan of brands that refuse to innovate their products over and over again reformulate and improve with the latest technologies if you're not doing that i kind of think it's a waste of money and time for everybody if there are better options out there, I don't see why I would want your thing. On the luxury side, I have three brands that I think are overrated. First, one I've talked about, let's scoot this out of the way, Tatcha's overrated, their formulas aren't worth it um, for the cost. With that out of the way, SkinCeuticals is overrated. I'm sorry, I said it. $60 for an eye cream? What the heck? Eye creams are not necessary. It's so expensive. Do they have good ingredients? Yes. Would I recommend their products to somebody who has a high price range? Yes. Do I think that you need to go out and seek their products because they're the holy grail end all be all products that will solve all your issues? Solves all your problems, yo. Sorry, obscure reference. If you get that, good for you. Um, no. So... I don't know. I think they're overrated. And the other brand I want to talk about is La Mer, which is like the top of the expensive. You thought Tatra was expensive? Oh boy, you have not seen a $200 moisturizer that's six ounces yet. La Mer relies on sending their products for free to celebrities, having their celebrities use those products, often not knowing how expensive they are. And then other people think, oh, if I want skin like the celebrities who are having all these facials and like really putting a bunch of makeup on and trying super hard to keep their skin nice, if I get La Mer products, it'll make my skin like the Kardashians. It'll make my skin like Olivia Rodrigo's. They are getting it for free. They have a conflict of interest some of the time. La Mer is overrated and their products don't really work that well. And my final opinion is that the Kat Von D boycott is a selective range. So if you don't know about this, Kat Von D, who is just, you know, no longer affiliated with Kat KVD, her brand, they never She's not affiliated with them anymore because they kicked her out of the company. But she's an anti-vaxxer and uneducated people who don't know that she's no longer part of the business are trying to boycott it. If you buy things from companies that pollute the atmosphere, use child labor or even slave labor, or keep chickens in teeny mesh cages, 
why are you going after the anti-vaxxer? Okay, I'm sorry. Probably angered, like, half the people have left by now. Because they're just like, oh my god, this person, what the heck? But clearly I'm an opinionated person, and I don't, I don't get it. Why would... That brand is no longer affiliated with her. But if it were, why would you come after the brand and not her? That's my first question. And then also, as opposed to some of these other things, I'm going to go out and say probably the most controversial thing I've ever said, which is that being an anti-vaxxer is less of a problem than companies that are contributing to global warming and who are using child and slave labor and treating animals unfairly. Being an anti-vaxxer affects much fewer people's decisions than all of these other things not even combined. And I don't understand the internet selective range rage, sorry, of going after certain people for certain issues, but, you know, continuing to shop at brands like Shein, you know, and, like, continuing, you know what, that's hypocritical, I shop at Shein, let's be honest, but continuing to just choose what they're mad at when all of these problems are on a similar playing field of suckiness. Have you ever bought a counterfeit makeup bag? Did you know that that money, we talked about counterfeits last week, but did you know that the money from that is probably going to sex trafficking? Yeah, your Louis Vuitton bag just went to sex trafficking. All of that money, you're like $10 or whatever, but still. I just don't understand it. I'm sorry. I want to say that I apologize for all the tangents. I kind of went off the road there. If you skip through that, it's probably a good thing. Either way, you have reached the end of this episode of Beauty Talk. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to subscribe or follow on your podcast listening platform of choice. And you can also leave the podcast a rating. It really helps us out to get as many ratings as possible. Uh, Yeah, and without further ado, I will see you next Saturday. Uh, Yeah, have a nice week, y'all.